Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, April 19th, 2022. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. On this podcast... before you go, in your traditional (laughs) opening... (laughs) Yeah. I have something to say. Okay. (laughs) Shake it up a little bit. I'm quitting the show. No, that's not it. (laughs) (laughs) I just wanted to let you all know that I'm going to be closely studying what you all say in this podcast tonight and so Uh forth in every podcast. And if I even get the the smallest hint that you're kind of referring to critical race theory, I'm going to hit an alarm (laughs) and let you know that you cannot say that. Okay? So I don't want to hear any words of compassion or helping people or anything like that because that leads to critical race theory. Uh, that's the key, though. Yes, because that's what. Yeah, knowing that knowing that everything leads to there. I also read an article about a gentleman that uh, was explaining to everybody that how dare they try to correct the people who are challenging critical race theory simply because they don't understand what critical race theory is. They understand that it's dangerous and that it takes many forms, and perhaps they misuse the term critical race theory to mean anything they want to at all, but that's okay. (laughs) Yeah, I might not even call it critical race theory. I may call it CTR or RCT or anything. It doesn't matter what I I think. I'm going to hit an alarm, and you have to delete what that person said from the podcast, right? I'm yeah, I'm pretty sure that's not how this is going to work. I'm but- also, <laughs> I was the other work I'm adding into it too is that every time I yell, you have to put an alarm sound in and edit it in. So I've made that proclamation <laughs> now. You may continue on with the show. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll, we'll see how that works. Are you are you are you are you being agreeable with me? Not really. Okay. Oh, no alarm then. You're good. You're not agreeing with me. Agreeing with me could lead to to critical race theory. Yeah. All I can say is two plus two equals four. No, we got it. That's because you just add another four to that, and you've got a six. And (laughs) well, two more sixes—that's pretty satanic, Karen. I I need to know: is the The two and the two that you're putting together are those two gendered people with two genders working together to make a fourth person? Are the two and the two helping each other in any way to make a four? They're combining their forces together, yes, and they're very similar to each other. Are they combining their forces to bring down black people and gays? No. Ray wants to kill me right now. <laughs> <laughs> We're so far off the rails, I don't know, where, I don't know how to get back on them. I, I have no idea. We'll be quiet now. Yes. <laughs> Please, you may continue. <laughs> okay. Well, as you may have guessed, on this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense, and give opinions from a secular point of view. Uh, if you want to join in on the conversation, you can sign up on our Patreon page, post to our Facebook page, or tweet at ProfaneArg. Uh, this week, in addition to critical race theory, uh, we'll be talking about all the... I, I, I wanted to talk about all the holidays that just happened and are still happening. Mm-hmm. And also, I have to mention Tucker's testicle tanning. <laughs> but... <laughs> Before we get to those things, a little bit of follow-up. There is, so we talked last week about Mubarak Bala's uh, jail sentence, 24 years for posting on Facebook and uh, saying things against Islam that that hurt their feelings. He gets 24 years in jail. couple news articles to follow up on that. Uh, There's an article about a lawyer, Mbaseko, that's not right, Mbaseke, there you go, Mbaseke Obono. Uh, is a lawyer in Nigeria. He is filing to 
get the blasphemy laws in Nigeria changed, specifically because of Mubarak Bala's imprisonment. Hmm. So, good luck. Like, no. seriously. I, I hope I hope it at least ends well for the lawyer. <laughs> right. Is attempting to repeal those laws or change those laws inherently blasphemous in and of itself? <laughs> <laughs> I, it, I, do, I wouldn't think so. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That means yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Also wanted to mention the UK Humanist Society. Uh, Humanist UK are calling for Bala's release and are staging protests outside the High Commission in London, the N Nigerian High Commission, which I guess is like the embassy equivalent kind of thing. But so, yeah, and they're not. They're not the only ones. Um, a lot of people, a lot of humanist groups and uh, human rights groups very much, I mean, rightfully, mm. completely up in arms about this. Moving on, another follow-up I want to mention. In addition to the, we talked about last week, we talked about the vouchers going to the charter schools. And uh, there was an article that I thought was a good follow up for this, um, talking about middle school science teachers and the fact that because we're removing all this money from public schooling, middle school science teachers just aren't a thing anymore. Like, they're hiring anybody to teach science in middle school and high school because they just they can't get the people with a science background in front of classrooms. Why? Well, the the salary is so low, and mm. then there's such a war on science at this point. They're they're having they're having to they're being attacked by parents. They're being um, you know all the shit that they have to put up with. It's just uh, it's not worth it's it for just the money. Not, no, yeah, not worth the hassle. Yeah, yeah. There was a data from this article shows that sixty nine thousand. Well, there are sixty nine thousand U.S. middle school science teachers that have no scientific background. Wow. Whatsoever. Well, this is what they want, right? They, they, they yeah. want, yeah, they want yeah. keeping them dumb. And science is a perfect way. Yeah, that that equates to almost a third of middle school science teachers across the nation. No science background whatsoever. That's no. Uh, no, a good teacher yeah. doesn't necessarily need to have a science background in order to teach science well, but it certainly would help. Yeah. Yeah. Or at least have some excitement for the subject. Yes, absolutely, and not just you know reading out of a book. Mm -hmm. memorization so well i'd love to sit down on a middle school science class and see what they're teaching them i remember learning genetics in eighth grade yeah you think they still do that or is genetics a touchy subject that's too much like evolution probably <laughs> yeah another thing kind of related from the vermont digger uh vermont has th they had legislation that was going to put limits on public money going to religious schools Basically, they were going to put this this law in place that said, look, if you get money from the state, you have to abide by the rules of the state. You have to not discriminate against students. You, you know, the, the standard laws. However, uh, they have put this on hold because of the Supreme Court is going to be hearing within the next week case from Maine that they are expected to make it so that Vermont wouldn't be able to do this law. So they're actually holding off on passing the law to see what the Supreme Court does. And pretty sure we know what the Supreme Court's going to do. Yeah. Why Why don't they just save us some fucking time in the Supreme Court and just finally make the ruling that if you're in some type of religious organization, you can do and get 
whatever the fuck you want at any time and just be done with it. Stop stop piecemealing this out. Just fucking rip right. the band-aid off. <laughs> Definitely seems where we're going. Yeah. Yeah, because it just seems they can do no wrong. Everything they ask for, they could just go, you're trouncing my religious rights. I want a million dollars a year for free because of my religion. You're not going to give it to me? Oh, okay. Well, to religious freedoms. Religious freedoms, bitch. Mm. So this wasn't an article that is really a follow-up, but I thought I'd throw it in here anyway. There's an article on Slate talking about how the right is bringing Christian prayer back to public schools. It's very much related. Um, there's uh, on the April 25th, so in the next week, uh, Supreme Court to hear Kennedy versus Bremerton School District, which is it's it's been completely engineered. This case has been engineered to make it so that the First Amendment protects the freedoms, in quote, of the religious teacher uh, to preach to their students instead of protecting kids from being indoctrinated into religion. So just this this coming week, uh, Supreme Court will be hearing this case and will likely see uh, an outcome that we will not like from that. Prayer in public schools. Wow. Yep. So then can Ian sue on regards to his son? Because because as we know, and we've established on this show, if any child hears the word gay, they will become gay. Does this also apply to religious stuff? So say Ian is raising his son as an atheist. They mention God. Owen, his child, will then become a raving lunatic Bible thumper from hearing that word. Can Ian now sue and get that eliminated from school? Well, he can ah. sue. You can sue for anything. Right. But okay. That's really going to depend on what kind of judge you get and uh, well, how I far get- it's going to go. Okay, I mean, you're being reasonable and making my joke horrible. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, I think it would be more that if... So, obviously, they tried to keep the the language of these bills broad-ish, so that way, you know, they can't immediately be called out as, you know, racist or sexist or, you know, whatever their actual goal is, that anybody who's, you know, not impaired mentally can, you know, read between the lines and know that that's what they're going for in Florida or Texas or, or with this bill. So yes, you would think by hearing the language of the bill that I, I could, you know, sue and say, Hey, I know you guys are, I know there's one thing the GOP is for. It's for parental rights in education and free speech. And I'm suing they, because they love free speech, right? Because this this goes against my will, and they'll be like, oh, when you get to that level, then you could go, the law is already in place, but it was never intended for you. This is a Christian nation, and religious freedom means Christian dominance, so fuck everybody who isn't us. Welcome to the GOP. Yeah. Welcome to America. Yeah. I still feel like they're the minority, but... Man, am I on the pussy side of the majority. <laughs> God damn, useless do-nothing faggots. Whoa. <laughs> Not the gay kind, the derogatory kind. Guys who like to have sex with other guys, two thumbs up from me. <laughs> I'm going to steal one of their the GOP's favorite new words and uh, and say that <laughs> no, these... These Christians, they're, they're, you know, what they're doing, they're, we keep saying indoctrinating children to their religion. <laughs> they're, no, they're grooming them. They are grooming them to accept that Christianity is the norm, the basis of the country. Yeah. Yeah. Let's call it, let's the, use their words against them. Although I hate doing that, though, because then it, it, um, it minimizes actual grooming. 
Right. But I think it's we're too late for that. Yeah, it's, yeah true. But that but they must know that this in the long run this will never work, right? Uh, like I, like but, you know, like remember when they tried to outlaw alcohol in this country? Yeah. <laughs> like that did not work out well. And like I just imagine like it would get to the these points where they're you know they're constantly just trying to control behavior and even these mouth breathers who love this shit, you know, they'll die off. Like yeah, we're well, maybe I don't know, but well, it has just, to be something. They have to be stifling something that the mouth breathers also enjoy, right? But I'm saying they'll eventually get to that point. These dummies don't realize that they're like, oh yeah, bathrooms and gay people and stuff like that. You're like, yeah, eventually they're just gonna let you not have any fun. They're gonna take away your porn, you fucking mm. yokels. They're gonna take <laughs> away your fucking drinks and your drugs and everything else. And church is and- mandatory. Yeah, and church is mandatory, and you won't have any health care for yourself. So, I mean, eventually, I feel like they're just, like, this country is just too big to try to control like that. This is is the the steps backwards. And we're still going to move forward. This is just a momentary step backwards. I mean, you look back 20 (laughs) years, and we we made huge progress. We'll continue to make progress. It's just these frustrating backward steps are stymieing this country. Karen, the optimist in this one. Yeah. 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 I, the the current the generation that is pushing this crap is going to die eventually, and all these yeah. rules will get swept away. Yeah, but I ah. see people that I grew up with. Yeah, sometimes they'll back- just pass their money on to the next generation of oppressors. Like I am shocked when I see somebody from Generation X back in this shit. That is surprising. The, the, it I would it say blows the, my mind. The percentage of them is lower than the percentage of boomers, though. Well, yes, I, w- I would definitely say that. But I, I mean, like, and I've said this a number of times, just like total fucking degenerates that I grew up with, hmm. like talking about church and, and you know, and the very concerned with bathrooms and gay people and like punching down and all that shit like that. That's their favorite thing to do. It gets them rock hard to make fun of a trans person or, or whatever. And I'm just like, I, 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 like, we were raised to distrust government and everybody. That's us. That Man, it's our core. Yeah. That being lazy. <laughs> <laughs> or having expectations that, you know, you, you, I mean, having expectations that your life should be enjoyable and not a, a grind constantly. Or stay the fuck out of everybody's business. I mean, I yeah. feel like that's also like a core tenet of fucking being a Gen Xer was like, we don't give a fuck what you're doing. Just stop fucking with us. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, yes. Yeah. Uh, it used to be. It's You're right. I, I, just fading as 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 our generation gets older now. Everybody wants to rage in favor of the machine. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I don't get it, and I can't figure out millennials and whatever behind millennials is. I don't know. I the su- Gen Zers. The Gen Zers. Is that what they're calling them? I think so. They got a little juice left. Yeah, they're trying. I, I, I and again, and this is not indicative of all people of that age range. But did anybody see? Um, I don't think it was CPAC. It might have been some, it was some kind of uh, anti-vax, anti-mask fucking event somewhere <laughs> where this 14-year-old kid came out like dressed like sort of like Donald Trump and just was like spouting all Trumpy things and screaming and yelling and the crowd was cheering for him. I'm like, "What the fuck is up with this kid? Where did he what is going on? You're 14." Somebody broke his parents found a way to cash in on his 15 minutes. Yeah. I I mean I got that, but like I don't know. I, I was I mean like it sounded fake, but then I was like, boy, he really is getting riled up though. Like, is he just a good actor or is he really believe this shit? 
Well, think about that kid's day-to-day life in school, though. Is he a popular kid in the class? I, like he- I said, I don't know. <laughs> these these kids baffle me. I don't know what's going on with them. No, that, that kid is a pariah in his school, I would bet you. I hope so. <laughs> okay. I think with that, I am going to head on to uh, my next topic, which falls under religious nonsense. Because... What happened this last week uh, doesn't happen except for every, like, 30 years. Uh, We actually had Easter, Passover, and Ramadan at the same time. Now, Easter and Passover, they can be very similar because they're based on, for some reason, they're based on when the moon, when the moon is full, because that makes sense. But (laughs) Sorry, I felt like you were winking. For some reason... The moon. Right. No idea where the origins could have come from, but let's say the moon. <laughs> so uh, I wanted to hit them. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit the Ramadan first. So Ramadan, if uh, and again, this is this is podcast is for atheists. So I'm just going to assume you know that Ramadan's a thing. It's an Islamic holiday. Probably not much more. So Ramadan is a month long celebratory period where uh, Muslims celebrate the coming of the angel Gabriel and giving the Quran, the holy word, to Muhammad in order for him to to write it down. And it is a month-long thing, and it's based on the Islamic calendar, which is why it rarely overlaps Easter, is because that'll only happen every 30 years because their calendar is off by many, many days from the Gregorian calendar. So it takes 30 years for it to come back around and and be this time of year again. <laughs> but that's pretty much it. They fast and um, uh, abstain from sex during the daylight hours. For a month, so, they do not eat or month. drink. from While the sun is During daylight well, hours. Daylight, so dawn to dusk, yep. Yeah. yeah. So there is a... It's a, a similarity to um lent i mean it's not the same what but there's you know not consuming things of a certain type um <laughs> right. for a period of time but i started with ramadan because it's actually the least silly so with that in mind let's move over to uh passover which was originally a jewish holiday it is uh, recognized by many christians as well but uh passover do, do you know the origin of passover do you know where the, the story came from Passover the isn't ha- it uh pa- isn't it Egypt and Moses and the, or not not Egypt it's the the plagues Passover yeah, the houses uh, with the blood on the door yeah we you pass over the houses of the Jews and kill everybody else's firstborn kid. exactly so this was the tenth plague while the Jews were were promised by God that they would be uh, be able to leave Egypt but then the Pharaoh decided to not let them so uh, in retribution God sent the 10 plagues and the 10th plague was the killing of all the firstborn children and in order to protect their children uh the the Jews who would slaughter a lamb uh on this this time of year put, took the blood of the lamb and put it on the the door frame so that God would know not to kill their firstborn sons. So this is this is where the Jews show the omniscient being how to commit mass murder of children. Genocide. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So that's that's what Passover is, the, the Jewish holiday. It's so, a- so even even the almighty God is like, man, all these brown people look the same to me. Who am I killing and who am I not? <laughs> Oh, you marked it. Thanks, guys. Phew. So much exactly. easier. <laughs> now we understand the era of a little bit more. That that 
You put a wire around New York, he's fooled. Well, you know, it was the whole... You got me! Had to mark the houses with blood. I mean, he's omniscient, but, you know, there are limits. Bad eyesight. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) However, the craziest of the crazy, in my mind, is definitely Easter. Um, Easter, of course, is the celebration of the resurrection of Jesus of Nazareth, rising from the dead after crucifixion, which we celebrate with bunny rabbits and hidden eggs. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, how did that come about? <laughs> I, I, was, I wasn't even ready for secular Easter when he brought up Easter, because I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, Christian Easter, that's, that's weird. I'm like, Secu- secular Easter doesn't even have a backstory. I don't know. <laughs> well, it's a celebration so of <laughs> Egg-laying rabbits. (laughs) (laughs) There is an article on Religion News Service which gives a whole bunch of different pieces of history as to where it came from. So the children looking for special treats, um, chocolate Easter eggs, that sort of thing. This article was written by a folklorist, which I wasn't even sure that that was a word. But this is someone who really studies folklore. And Easter is a celebration of spring and new life and rebirth. And that's why the, the, the Christians just integrated pagan beliefs into their belief system. Um, there were original uh, ritual burials in the Neolithic Europe. Um, archaeologists have, uh, have determined that there was a religious ritual. Um, the, the, the rabbits, hares, all throughout history and art – Aphrodite was very, very regularly associated with uh, with a rabbit, a hare. Her son Eros was depicted carrying a hare. There's all sorts of like different pagan things, and they were all just reincorporated. And the Christian Church just said, "Well, yeah, that you're just worshiping Jesus. You just didn't know it at the time." Right. It's the same reason you have a pine tree in your living room at Christmas time. It's nothing to do with Christ or Christianity at all. It's just they incorporated and they scheduled the holiday for the same time so that the the pagans would go, oh, okay, we'll just do this together. And over time, you pick up the new tradition and keep the old one as well. Boy, I feel like the old tradition kind of overtook the new one, though. (laughs) In a lot of ways. Yeah, Yeah. I mean – I mean, is there any other religious holidays get, that get co-opted by such bullshit? <laughs> so Christmas and like the, Easter. I'm just the saying, ones. there's no Passover fucking uh, cat that comes around and leaves a hard-boiled <laughs> egg on your fucking doorstep. <laughs> well, the Christians true. were particularly good at incorporating the you know traditional religious practices or traditional you know just you know annual harvest festivals into their traditions. That's why they became so successful. They just kind of absorbed everything. They are the Borg. Right, but I feel like it's backfired because I know that most people, when they think of Christmas, they ain't thinking of fucking Jesus. Right. They think of tree and presents. Right. Right. But they also go to church on Christmas and Easter. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. You know what? Now that I think about it, next time somebody says Merry Christmas to me, I'd be like, I can't wait till Santa shows up. It's all about Santa, right? Yep. That's all that holiday's about is Santa. I don't worship Santa Claus, I'll tell him. I don't <laughs> worship Santa. <laughs> and then they'll go, Wait, dude, no, it's Jesus Christ's birthday. or And I'll go, I don't know who that is. is. That? <laughs> that doesn't ring a bell. Uh, yeah. Is he related to Santa? Is he an is elf? Is he like Mrs. Claus's brother? <laughs> is that Maybe Santa's he's... son? <laughs> Maybe his dad? I mean, it seems to be, you know, an older tradition. Well, no, Santa's an older tradition, I think. So, yeah. It's, yeah. it's all fucked Santa, up. <laughs> Santa's eternal. But yeah, they do. They do hold special services. 
around Christmas and Easter. Mm. Unless you get voted out of the White House and you don't have to fake being a Christian anymore, then you can just golf all day. Yeah. <laughs> Religious icon. Mm. <laughs> So I just wanted to, to bring that up. I thought it was interesting, the three holidays, and they're all they're all based on levels of craziness. Mm. But having them, Easter, them all, in my mind, takes the cake. Yeah, having them all at the same time has caused a little bit of friction in yeah. uh, Jerusalem this year. More than a little. Yeah. So there's always that. All these you know religions of peace having their holidays at the same time is not a good thing, it turns out. <laughs> All right. Also, going on overseas, um, I did want to mention this was in my uh, news feed. In Poland, uh, there was a conservative ruling coalition has proposed toughening the country's blasphemy laws. Mm. So they're looking to change their blasphemy laws, but in the wrong way. The wrong direction? Yeah. Um, they are establishing three-year jail terms for insulting the church... Or interrupting mass. Wow. I, and Poland was, was raising up in my estimation because of their response to, you know, the Russian aggression. But now it's going to drop down again. Oh, yeah. yeah. You you can dial that back way down. Yeah. They just happen to be super close and they don't want to be next. Yeah, because yeah, sure. I recall hearing since 2016 that Poland was slipping down further and further. Yeah. The, Poland's a turd. They have been. So is Hungary. Yeah. Yeah. And Belarus. Hungary, Hungary, the new conservative Mecca. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so right. One, new... of, one of them escaped to Hungary, didn't he? <laughs> Who escaped? Uh, one of the January 6th knuckleheads. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the new wording of the law, whoever publicly mocks or scorns the church or other religious association uh, could face up to two years in prison. However, they could get another year if they carried out the crime through through the use of media. So you can tack on another year if you put it on Twitter. Wow. <laughs> Crazy. Yep. I'm moving. So, oh, right. I forgot to bring this up. Yeah, I don't I, I don't remember much about this, but uh, have you guys heard about Val Kilmer and his current situation? Oh, yes. I watched a documentary on him. Oh. I have not seen him in ages. I knew that he had, uh, I, I feel like he got throat cancer or something like that, and, uh, that was the last I've seen of him. He's 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 been quiet lately. Tell me more. No, yeah, yeah, no he, there's a very, there's a very good documentary on Amazon that came out about six seven months ago called Being Val. Um, okay, that he wrote, I believe, because he sh he has been filming his life on camcorder since the beginning, pretty much, and uh, he oh. shows a lot of that footage, and his son narrates it, who sounds a lot like him. Makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Yep. So, uh, so that's what Val's been up to, and I believe he's in the new Top Gun movie. I think you are correct. There's a cameo, I believe. Yeah. I, oh, great. Yeah, but um, I didn't realize. Yes, he had throat cancer, and the reason that he did not make a better recovery is because he's a Christian scientist, and he decided to pray instead of getting treatment. Wow, they don't mention oh. that in the documentary. Holy I'm sure they shit! Don't. Yeah, his children. Uh, 24 and 28, convinced him that he should go get treatment for his throat cancer before it killed him, which he did, And but it was too late and it you know it couldn't save his voice. However, he does not blame the cancer for losing his voice. He blames the treatment for losing his voice. So, mm. yeah. And there's something also, I read a story earlier about he won't get um, the surgery to repair the damage that was done by the cancer and the, and the treatment 
because supposedly he could get at least some of his voice voice back, but because he's a Christian scientist, he won't do that. Wow. So, yeah. Cool. Who knew? I mean, by cool, I mean, if that's what makes Val happy, then he can continue pursuing that path. But I, And I hope that his last 30 years or so are delightful. Can I mock him, though, still? Yeah, absolutely. That seems, that's not the choice <laughs> I would make, but he gave me Doc Holliday from Tombstone, mm. and that's enough that I feel like I owe him. <laughs> so now I just want him to be happy. He's not forcing his kids to not be healthy. Yeah, he's that's, not that's one part forcing of it. others to not be healthy. He just says, what my heart tells me is that I want to die unable to speak and sad. And if that's what he, you know, I'm sorry to hear that, but I'll support you, Val. Mm, I'm a little bit on the harsher side than Ian. <laughs> just in the fact that, like, yes, I'm happy that Val is only hurting himself. Mm. And, and apparently his kids have not bought into this shit. But on the other hand, I would be like, "You're a fucking dummy. What, <laughs> smarten up, dude. You could you could still be acting and having a great career, and now you you have taken away me any time of hearing that cool, cool, smooth voice of Doc Holliday ever again saying new lines." <laughs> <laughs> yep, religion but again. Yeah. But again, yeah. Like I don't know if I like mock him. I mean, it's a dumb thing to do. Yeah, it's more, I mean, it's very much like, you know, other famous people that you hear, Andy Kaufman, um, the the Mac, uh, Apple guy, I can't remember his name right now. Tim Apple? Tim Apple. Tim, yeah, Tim Apple. <laughs> Not Tim Cook, the one before him. <laughs> Steve Jobs, Steve I know. Jobs. Tim Apple makes That's me happy. It. Steve Apple? <laughs> Steve Apple, so, yes. <laughs> it, it just, it makes me so sad. Like, mm. There were treatments for you. You chose not to get them. And I get it. And yes, it's kind of a personal choice because cancer is not contagious, but it's just disappointing. Yeah. For sure. You know, I mean, those references all all get varying responses from me. <laughs> right. I try to keep them all neutral, but Jobs was a piece of shit. Uh, yeah, Jobs oh was a piece of shit. God. In yeah. various yeah, ways, yeah. He, he really, <laughs> from the get-go, he was. Yeah. <laughs> But people still have him as some kind of fucking genius. Well, in his field, sure. But that's, you know, a limited sales part of Sales and marketing? Yeah. Sales and marketing, exactly. <laughs> he knew how to how to sell product. Yeah, oh, I guess. But, but that's not the genius they hold him up for. Right. He was some kind of genius. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, he also understood technology. He it's di- safe to say he was a real genius? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Doing a loop-de-loo there. <laughs> he understood technology well enough to uh, to know what would what people would buy and how much they would pay for it. Under you know, understanding that is that's a, that's a skill. He didn't yeah, make the product. So. But it's funny that you brought this up because I never watched any of those Steve Jobs movies. The two of them mm-hmm. that came out, and somehow I started watching the uh, what's his name Ashton Kutcher version of the movie mm. called. Steve Jobs, or I don't know what the fuck it's called. One's, I think yeah. one's Steve Jobs, the other one's Jobs. I can't remember which one it was. And uh, just offhand, I was like, oh, let me check uh, Steve Jobs' net worth before he died. Mm-hmm. And it was like $50 billion or something like that. And then I looked at fucking uh, Steve Wozniak's net right. worth. 10 mil? million. 10 million. 10, yeah. 10 fucking million. He's perfectly happy, though, so. <laughs> he is, and he gave away a lot of his shares of... Apple stock to people that uh, Jobs tried to cut out yeah, who right. worked on early Apple shit. So I'm just like, nope, 
never laud this guy ever. Put him right in the Elon Musk fucking category. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> people who are people, now, people who are that rich are willing to screw other people over to get there. So, yeah, we've right. established and, that. And, and, <laughs> yeah. But not only that, apparently you have to do this from the fucking start. Like, you just can't get rich and then start being a dick. Like, you need to have that dick gene from the get-go. <laughs> and step right. over fucking everybody. For sure. Well, that, that'll help you get rich. Right. Yeah. So I, I, I've i just established, I'm like, I guess I will never be a fucking billionaire because if I started a company with Ian, you know, our company where we try to build customers, that's a different kind of dick, not the same kind. Because <laughs> I just assumed in this company, Ian and I would be sharing the profits. But in reality, I'd be hiding shit from him constantly and telling him, right. hey, we got an order for more copper rods to shove up your ass. Um, And we made 300 bucks off of it, but I really made 3,000. <laughs> and I, and I don't tell Ian that because he's all, he's all, sure, that, all Ian does is make copper rods, <laughs> right? That that is that is key. Yep. And you're right that that's that's kind of key to this whole equation. Yeah. So I mean, it just leads to so many more bummers. Like if that managed to get two entire movies made of Jobs, imagine how many movies they'll have to make out of for Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk when they both, yeah, fingers crossed, finally perish. Ugh. Like, unlimited feature films. Now, as far as Wozniak is concerned, if I remember correctly, wasn't he COVID patient zero? So he kind of paid everybody back for screwing him over. Was he really? <laughs> he was yeah. early patient, yeah. Wow. Yeah, he, he when, when it was unheard of, he was like, oh, I remember being in China around that time, and then I flew back home with a flu and gave it to people. Yeah. Maybe he was trying to, destroy, was Donald Trump, zero. To, try to destroy Donald Trump's presidency. <laughs> Yeah. Where he's like, I know he won't do anything about this, so I'm going to spread it to everybody. <laughs> so we can get a stagnated four years of Joe Biden. <laughs> and a war in Europe. <laughs> Not that that's Biden's fault, but... <laughs> it is if you ask someone from the GOP. Oh, I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure they have that opinion. <laughs> I. Hey, speaking of which, well, not really. I'm not transitioning to the war. Um, I, but I, I am moving on to uh, politics. Because I thought this article was very interesting. The John Birch Society. You guys familiar with the John Birch Society? I've heard of it. Sounds familiar. Kind Doesn't of, immediately ring a bell. Kind of before our time. So John Birch, it was started in 1958 by a conservative businessman named John Birch, who thought that President Eisenhower was a secret Soviet agent. Oh, is this the um, beginning of McCarthyism? I no McCarthyism was already in full swing. Oh, okay. Um, and actually, this was kind of the 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 as McCarthyism was was coming down, Birchers began to appear. Yeah. So it also it, the the Soviet domination of Eastern Europe, communism taking over China, Soviet developing nuclear weapons, they weren't the result of Western policies. Or they weren't uh, large and difficult to control social forces. They were – it was just a secret plot. And they were lying to you. And mm. they got applied to whoever went against the Bircher's dogma. Sure. So it was basically a worldview that was really popular. Um, according to the article in 62, Barry Goldwater said, Every other person in Phoenix is a member of the John Birch Society. I'm not talking about commie haunted apple pickers or cactus drunks. I'm talking about the highest caste of men in affairs. What is so, a cactus drunk? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't, crazy hippies, I think, is what he was saying. Uh, I don't know. 
Maybe tequila drinkers? No, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, maybe tequila drinkers. Yeah, <laughs> either tequila drinkers or peyote eaters. Yeah. So if you associate this to what's going on today, Donald Trump at one point refused to denounce QAnon, saying that they were just against pedophilia. That's exactly the same as saying that the Birchers were against communism. They were this cultural secret society, not really all that secret, but they were the conspiracy theorists. They were, you know, communism was everywhere, out around every corner. If somebody tells you something that goes against what we say, then they're lying to you. You know, it's that, that whole conspiracy mentality. And the article's argument, um, this is on the bulwark.com, um, the argument is basically that the John Birch Society uh, has, has, has come back and is winning. Again, at least in the GOP. Well, I mean, the current incarnation of the John Birch Society called QAnon. Right. Yeah. Okay. I, I think that the arguments of QAnon are a little crazier than the John Birch Society, but not, I guess, by a whole lot. The rules uh, seem pretty much the same. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is always the conspiracy. Conspiracies are always popular. That's why um, John Birch Society was it was intriguing, and you know. And interesting, why QAnon is intriguing and interesting, and why um, McCarthy before him was intriguing and interesting is because cons conspiracies are, I don't know. Fun. Fun. They're exciting. Yes. They are exciting. And being in, on the inside, in the know, that's exciting. Yeah, I suppose. The more recent QAnon conspiracy theory, um, I'm moving things around in the script, sorry, Karen, mm. um, is, <laughs> this is actually down in the... Uh, conspiracy section this one caught me by surprise since we mentioned QAnon, there is a king cobra venom conspiracy theory so all right let's see if we can follow this a little bit i can't wait to see this unpacked so there's a latin definition for virus originally and historically virus meant and means venom because at some point the word virus comes from a latin word that was close to the word for venom so, according to the conspiracy theory, what about the name Corona? Does it have a Latin definition? Um, so they looked it up. And on dictionary.com, it brings up 13 definitions. Corona, religiously, ecclesiastically, means gold ribbon at the base of a mitre. I'm curious which definition this was. Was this like 12 or 13 in the definition list? <laughs> gold ribbon at the base of a mitre. So, actually, you could read coronavirus as... The Pope's Venom Pandemic. I have a question. What's a mitre? Uh, a mitre is that hat that the uh, Pope wears. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Huh. So the whole conspiracy turns out is that the Catholic Church is actually poisoning you, and that's what's causing the quote-unquote COVID-19, uh -huh. and that it's not, you know, a virus, that it's actually venom introduced to you by the Catholic Church. And they're trying to get the venom inside you to make you a hybrid of Satan. So it's another situation where they hide their nefarious plans in the name and leave hints? Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. Absolutely. <laughs> and they've been planning this with every coronavirus from 1 through 18 and plus 19? <laughs> well, they weren't numbered that way because it's 19 because it started in 2019. Oh, that's but right. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I knew there was a – yeah. So but There have been multiple, yes. Yes. Hmm. Uh, I'm I yeah I'm skeptical. And that just happened to be their favorite definition when they looked up Corona and saw the outermost layer of the or the outermost atmosphere around the sun. They went, Nah, <laughs> I can't make up anything wacky with that. 
But now if the Pope were using snake venom to turn everybody into Satanists, is that what the... Yes. What, why, why, why would the Pope... Why would Catholics want to do that? To I'm so motivate their parishioners by creating a more formidable enemy? Mm-hmm. But then why is Vladimir Putin invading Ukraine and not going straight for the Vatican? It's a long way to go. <laughs> I mean, or I could... guess so. He's taking a long route? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Another one land. of the conspiracy theories is that the U.S. was paying Ukraine for their labs to develop, you know, coronavirus, which, as we just learned, is a Catholic venom, not a virus. And I don't know, man. I I can only go down the rabbit hole so far before I just <laughs> I just got to turn around and come back. <laughs> so many different theories. Yeah. Or we could just, you know, listen to the scientists as an alternative. Oh, my hand is hovering over the alarm right now. (laughs) I was going to say. Be careful with what you say next. All right, I'm sorry. (laughs) All right. Speaking of, well, we're still on the QAnon stuff. So I have to talk about this person. Are you you familiar with the libs of TikTok? Anyone? (laughs) No. I heard that before the earlier today while I was perusing the internet. I heard this is a headline slash question. And I need all the details okay. because I'm really curious. So this- I feel like it has something to do with someone being doxxed by a reporter again, but I'm not sure. So please tell me more. So I'm going to start at the beginning of this story. This story, it, it instead of starting what's going on right now, let's start way back. There's a woman named okay. Chaya Rachik. She was working as a real estate salesperson in Brooklyn when she created a TikTok account. The handle was Chaya Six nine eight three zero five five two, which I think is just a random number, but it's QAnon related, so who knows? Jesus, I need to change all my passwords now. Thanks, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> so using this TikTok account, she minimized COVID. She cast doubt on election results. She was throwing out stories about child sex trafficking, the standard QAnon array of bullshit. Mm. She changed to uh, traveling. She started putting messages about traveling to uh, D.C. on January 6th, uh, putting out message voter fraud is real, that sort of thing. Um, None of this really took off or made her any big, you know, followers. So later that month, she went through several more different names, Twitter names and on TikTok. Um, She changed to Chaya Rachik, her actual name, and then under the new handle, she railed against the Governor Cuomo, uh, promoted efforts to recall uh, Governor Newsom, different things like that. The political stuff did not take off either. So eventually she changed her TikTok account and her Twitter account, I believe, to be libs of TikTok. Hmm. And what she then did is joined a whole bunch of pro-LGBTQ community groups And every time she would find something, a video or whatever, she would restructure the video. Like, for one example was there was a woman teaching sex education to children in Kentucky. She took a video of this person and referred to her as a predator grooming the children and then put it out on her TikTok video. So she takes stuff like that, ordinary stuff, LGBTQ plus stuff, rebrands it. And puts it out on her social media. And this is now being picked up by Tucker Carlson and Laura Ingram and Joe Rogan and several other people. Uh, She now has 648,000 Twitter followers. This has blown her up. 
been retweeted by Megan McCain, Glenn Greenwald. So libs of TikTok is a quote unquote inside job of taking things that are, you know, pro LGBTQ or whatever and throwing it toward the right, rebranding it so that it can make big news. Hmm. Are they edited in any way, or she just yes. puts a different title? Oh, okay, she re-edits At a minimum, I think she puts sinister music over everything that <laughs> she she finds. Mm. Huh. And so sometimes, she... you know, recites things over top of it and explains to you how it's evil, that sort of thing. Hmm. So she is, is and found her 15 minutes of internet fame. And it's been way more than 15 minutes. Yeah. Please, she'll have her own Fox News show soon. Probably. Yeah, I don't. Why? I get. What about this is news? So it's it's just uh, it's just showing you where one of the sources is for all the bullshit that's wow. happening on right. the, mm. the different Fox News channels. Okay, so she's the Dinesh D'Souza of TikTok. Good for her. <laughs> Gross, but I guess yeah. Yeah, she's she's basically Project Veritas, but on TikTok, just like yeah, she's found her niche. I thought something had occurred with them that was. Of note from what I had read today. Well, I think it's it's that her actual identity has been exposed. I don't know who exposed her identity. Like, she, I don't know who said, who originally learned that Libs of TikTok was actually this woman. But well, she got, again, she, this is something, this is different things that have been mentioned by Joe Rogan and Tucker Carlson. It's made big news. So now people are learning where this information is actually coming from. And it's not just a, you know, President Trump, well, you know, I hear people are saying. Well, we know that's his go-to lie anyway. Right. No, I did enjoy her rise to power story (laughs) on how she kept trying and trying and just couldn't get it off and then finally did. By calling herself a lib. Yeah, Yeah, I hope all these people who let her into the groups now are aware of that handle and don't let her in so she can't get the info. But perhaps the damage is already done. Uh, Final thing that I have on QAnon. Uh, So analysis of different people running for office. There are 78 QAnon-aligned candidates on state and federal ballots across the United States. 78. Jeez. 13 in Arizona, 12 in Florida, and 10 in California. Those are the highest numbers. But across the country, uh, more than $20 million has been raised by these QAnon followers for their candidacies in different states. Among them, of Sweet. course, is Ron Watkins. He may... Right, I was going to say, that's that is that's chump change, mm. so that, that part made me feel nice. Mm. How many candidates did you say total? 78. Huh, 20 million divided between 78 candidates? Well, they don't divide it even. Do they need some but... coupons to run their campaign? <laughs> I'll cut them out some. <laughs> Shit, Mitch McConnell just gave Lisa Murkowski $7 million for her alone. Now, this is, you know, people running for different offices, so some of them aren't going to be spending millions of dollars. Some sure, of them will be sure. spending millions. And, yeah, for so, some of them, it's it's complete chump change. If you're running for a state office of whatever, you're not going to be spending millions of dollars. But at the same time, right. these 78 candidates are running in 26 states. So it's only like oh, half sure. the country. They're, they're reasonably prolific. Where Remind me again, where is Q running for office? Arizona? Arizona? Arizona, yeah. yeah, that's correct. What office is he running for? Mm. God, was it a Senate seat? A senator, a state senator, a governor? Representative, maybe? Okay. Yeah, Congress. So I was just curious. I'd, I had forgot that he was making a, a political run. <laughs> yeah, I just looked it up on Ballotpedia. Um, he is running for Arizona's second congressional district. 
Okay. Where all the crazies like to go. Yeah, apparently. That would be a hoot. <laughs> What's going to be great, too, is when Elon Musk takes over fucking Twitter and then allows them all back on there. <laughs> He's pushing hard to do that, too. Oh, so he can make that kid stop posting about his plan. Yep. <laughs> when you have half the money in the world, meh. You <laughs> should drive that car of yours right into the fucking river. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> well, I mean, as long as he is not focused on that company and is distracted by Twitter, that'll, that'll, it'll drive them. It'll self-drive itself into the river, yeah. Jared. Don't worry. <laughs> and Karen, make sure you put all your Apple products in the car when it goes in the river. All right. A uh, resounding no. <laughs> I All guess right. I will take comfort that you two are doing something for the environment, even though you bought from a scumbag. <laughs> yeah. Hey, their car is at the light. I can't. I can't really. No, I'm. Yeah, I mean, like I said, you know, they're at least doing something good. Sure. Maybe you should take that car and run over Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> I do not like what Musk does on a regular basis. However, <laughs> that that car is amazing. All right. Um, next thing that I've got, I yeah, again, I had to mention this. Tucker Carlson's testicle tanning. This is a from a promo from the new season of Tucker Carlson Originals. And I, I I thought for a while that this wasn't real, but no. No, it is. So is that Tucker in the picture? <laughs> no. I, I hope not. But so the uh, the whole idea behind it is that men as we know it are coming to an end. Sure testosterone the alpha male they're all it's all coming to an end because there's you know, there's not enough testosterone we're not we're not we're you know we're kowtowing to everybody and i don't know whatever the line is so if you're right i don't know that that's how testosterone works <laughs> well, you're, you're getting away from the caveman mentality of you know pull jane by hair Rah! right <laughs> i'm just saying testosterone as a hormone and how it's generated I don't think it's reflected in that behavior. Mm. Um, there are, I, I have, it's been a while. I'm not going to bring it up. Never mind. Keep going, Ray, okay. because I don't have the details of the experiment that I heard on NPR like 15 years ago. Okay. So it's just anecdotal and pointless. Well, I apologize. Is it the thing about Please alpha continue. males not being actually a fucking thing? Nope, that's a different show, uh, and I enjoyed that very much because that is true. No, this has, they they had a very small sample of people, but they were like, you know, hey, guess which one of us you know, has the most testosterone, mm. and it turned out to be the bald gay guy, like by a lot. Well, yeah, most and bald- everybody was like, "Well, what do I know?" So, and then it went on. It's just an anecdote. I don't have any science on me. I would much rather hear about Tucker's testicles because I feel <laughs> wasn't it like two years ago on this show that we were sunning our taints? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, wait. Yeah. Could, so, we... how are you surprised by this, Ray? Well, wait, wait, wait. We've what covered does, this. What does... except the other hole? <laughs> what does? tanning your balls do so as as the article states and as the picture shows the machine in this picture is not a penis charger or a man (laughs) copulating with an electrical tesla charger uh this is red light therapy um so in order to recharge yourself i guess uh you use this red light machine which shines light straight on your dick Tanning your testicles, and that revives your testosterone levels and <laughs> makes you a man again. <laughs> Sorry, I, 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 this, I feel like it, for me, it, Grinch 
our, our listener shed some light for it when he posted. <laughs> so to generate more testosterone, what they are suggesting is you, you subject your testicles to an abundance of radiation and heat. Yeah. Can, I st- can I stop you right now? Sure. I think this is a great idea and, and all conservative men should do it. <laughs> I agree with Jared. And I don't want to say anything else on this subject. <laughs> right. As I'm, You're all... Why, why you, yeah, more stuff. Get our butt rod that heats up in the sun <laughs> so that you can warm your anus during your COVID while generating extra testosterone by tanning your balls. Or just a little, how about ball cozies? That's even simpler. No. Get somebody to knit them, keep them warm, no, nice and cozy. I, if you, if <laughs> Ian, new underwear. Extra heavy doses of radiation directly to the testicles. That's the only way to improve your manliness. Okay. Uh, no, because what you need to do Eugenics is, is for pussies. you got to keep your balls hot and mean, and that's how you become an alpha male. So we're going to sell underwear with tiny little heaters in it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that keep your balls at a staunch 200 degrees. <laughs> you don't absolutely need- no breathable material or dickle. No, you, yeah. You Real need- men wear tidy, tight fucking whiteies, right? That just <laughs> crunch your balls. You, you just need to get them to like 99 degrees. You don't need to go crazy. <laughs> Karen, uh, 99 is for soy boy libtards. All right? Right. 110 then. All right. Sold. As it turns out, evolutionarily, there's a reason your testicles are outside your body. No, don't but, tell them that. Yeah, I know. Great, shut <laughs> up! <laughs> I couldn't help myself. Yeah, yeah any of those things. I mean, treat yourself to an extra small <laughs> If it's not turning purple, it's not working. Clearly what I meant what I meant by saying that is, you know, they're they're meant to be outside your body so that they could get sunlight since that's not ah, happening. Exactly, Ray. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Ray knows what's up. Yep. <laughs> we evolved in the sunlight, but no, you can't bring up evolution because I don't believe in that. Uh, oh, right. Yeah, that's that's smart, Ray. Not not that <laughs> cactus drunk from earlier. <laughs> Uh, Tucker actually not only ran promos about this, but talked to multiple people about this, including Kid Rock. (laughs) Whose reaction was hilarious. (laughs) I didn't actually watch it, but by the look on his face on the the image, I can only imagine that he was laughing his ass off. It included lots of, dude, dude, stop, stop. (laughs) Uh, Really? (laughs) Yeah. Tell me even kids not buying it? Nope. <laughs> so apparently Carlson asked him, don't you think at this point when so many of the therapies, the paths they've told us to take have turned out to be dead ends that have really hurt people, why shouldn't open-minded people seek new solutions in reference to the, the testicle red light treatment? And wow, Kid Rock I said, agree. I don't know what the hell's going on. I'm not even sure if I understood that question. Some days I just want the planet to stop. Let me off. <laughs> Uh, I agree with Kid Rock sometimes. <laughs> I, agree, I agree with Kid Rock that time. Yeah. Dude, you're a grown adult, and you've got lots of resources. If you're ready to go, goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> and now, Having you- said that, Kid, you should be roasting your penis as well. <laughs> <laughs> you're rich. Go talk to Elon. He'll get you off the planet. Totally. <laughs> All right, the very last thing I got, if that wasn't yes. silly enough. Actually, this is less, far it less silly. It wasn't. I'm so ready for this. <laughs> this is far less silly. Uh, Bangor, Maine uh, is opening the International Cryptozoology Museum. Ooh. Yes. 
This actually, I don't know. I kind of want to just go to this. This looks very cool. They've got all sorts of stuff. They've got the one of the Yetis. What was it called? I'm trying to uh, to Sasquatch. What skunk ape? It, it was Bigfoot. Oh, they've got a huge. It's a sculpture of a Yeti head mounted on the wall. That's Ooh. what it was. So they have the oh, a God. giant Yeti head. Uh, there was a the Minnesota Iceman, which is a six foot tall hairy hominid. Uh, believed to be found in Vietnam. So a person? <laughs> yeah, apparently. I don't know. Well, six foot what? tall in Vietnam, that's, you know. <laughs> There's also uh, the Fiji Mermaid, uh, which was in P.T. Barnum and Bailey's show. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's all sorts of uh, selections of taxidermied animals and uh, the half goat, half man, footprints of Bigfoot, all sorts of different stuff. I, Jim Brewer? What's that? I said Jim Brewer? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. No uh, relation. Okay. <laughs> Dif- different half goat, half man? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jim Brewer, we've lost you. This is true. <laughs> But Banger, Maine is such a long way to go. Yeah, it really is. But uh, hey, if you're in Maine, check Mm. out the Cryptozoology Museum. I actually don't know how seriously they're taking themselves. I imagine they're taking themselves just as seriously as the people who enter the museum. Hmm. Yeah, I don't feel like this place takes itself any more seriously than Ripley's Believe It or Not. Sure. But is there a link to the actual museum website or just this news article that you I posted. don't see a link? No. Okay. So, we'll have to look for that. Well, if I live my dream and go to Maine this summer, <laughs> this is, I will report back with as much detail as I can, as you guys can sure. stomach. Well, here's the CryptozoologyMuseum.com in Portland, Maine. Hmm. Competing museums? Yeah. Maybe it's one museum with two locations. Oh, maybe. Nice. Oh, apparently, yeah, I completely misread. It is opening a... New outpost uh-huh. in Bangor. So there you go. They had so much oh, stuff. Oh, it's so they popular and spreading across the state. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. This is legit. <laughs> <laughs> and by legit, I mean ludicrous, but, you know, it looks like a nice museum. I hope they have some fossilized Loch Ness poop. <laughs> <laughs> How do you tell Loch Ness poop from other poop? There's no. I know what Jared's getting for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Coprolite. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, there's a whole bunch of stuff there. It's I, I, Every week, I see a whole bunch of stuff about cryptozoology that I just don't include because it's just, it's not as that interesting. Like, it's the same thing over and over again. People saying they cited Bigfoot and it's horrible imagery, um, you know, just little things like that. And I don't include it, but hey, an actual museum where you can go and look at stuff, that, that's kind of cool. All right, that's all I've got. You guys have anything else? No, sir. Not me, at least. I also have nothing. No, I'm good. Okie doke. Well, that's all we're going to have for this week then. Uh, I want to thank our patrons for uh, showing up, supporting the podcast. We had uh, Grinch and Hessian Gixon tonight. If you and want to support I never, the- wa- I never once had to ring the bell. You never did. No, you guys <laughs> did it. Congratulations. <laughs> Next week, we'll do an Elden Ring run of the show. How's that sound? <laughs> <laughs> this is listen to this idea before you go into the outro. I know none of you will agree to this, but <laughs> I listened to a, a I listened to another podcast. Uh, it's on Star Trek Voyager, so it's not competing with us mm-hmm. in any way. And they did an Elden Ring run of the show where they had d- kill words that they couldn't say. What does that mean? So Elden the game Elden Ring. Nope, I've heard of that. Uh, have you ever heard of a Dark Souls type game where they're? I've heard of Dark Souls. Right, they're yes. incredibly hard games to play, and when you die, you like. 
lose all your currency and you have to run back and get it. And if you die again, you don't get it, right? But usually you have to restart a level. So they had kill words in the podcast that they couldn't say. And for a Star Trek Voyager podcast, two of the words they could not say was Janeway or Voyager. And if they said those words, they had to go back to the beginning of the podcast to recap the show (laughs) and start over again. So they would speed run through it again. So if it was if we did this, which is totally ripping off their idea, what would our kill words be? Uh, Trump would definitely have to be one of them, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. What else couldn't we say? Jesus, Jesus, Muhammad. How would we do it? That's too like. How about religion? Okay. Oh, that'd be hard. Yeah. Supreme Court. And Supreme Court. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, we would never. We we you know you know how long that show would be. <laughs> Start all over again? Oy. Well, you can speed through. You don't have to, you know, do the whole thing. You just be like, okay, there's a story of this net. We all fucking hated it. Blah, blah, blah. Then this happened. <laughs> it, actually, it would be more on Ray than anything. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that I like that at all. Ray's like, go fuck yourself, Jared. How dare you bring that up? <laughs> all right. Uh, I'm going to wrap up. Uh, if you enjoy the podcast, you can join our uh, listener live listeners by going to our Patreon page, signing up there. It'll allow you to uh, join us on Discord where we record. If you can't do that, we would appreciate it if you share the uh, podcast on social media or leave a review for us. Uh, you could also contact us on our Facebook page or on Twitter at ProfaneArg. Also, please check out other podcasts on the soon-to-be-named network. It is a podcasting network. Soon to be named network.com will get you all the recent and archived shows. Again, thanks for listening. And until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night. And may your God be with you.